Welcome to Sonic Laconic, the show where we supersonic race our way through each episode of the 1993 Sonic the Hedgehog animated series, colloquially known as Sonic Sat AM, which is short for Sonic Saturday Morning. I am Alberto. I'm Ida, and I don't think we've ever said that on a podcast before, what Sat AM might mean. I hope we have. Well, um, what episode are we watching today? Today we're watching episode 8, Harmonic Sonic, which released on November 6th, 1993. I think there's going to be a song. Is this the musical episode? It's got to be. Did we say that before? We said that last time. All right, Pearl, you're getting banished. (laughs) She's banned. She's fired. Oh, my friend has a pet hedgehog. I forgot what her name is. The hedgehog or your friend? (laughs) (laughs) The hedgehog. But uh, she said hedgehogs need to get used to being handled by humans. They need a steady diet of chili dogs. Mm Mm-hmm. And hedgehogs don't live that long, only like five or six years. Sonic rip. (laughs) He's ripped? Sonic is ripped. (laughs) Well, on that note, let's go watch the episode at six times speed. All right, listener, we'll see you in two seconds. Okay, here we go. Welcome back, Alberto. Well, thank you, Ida. This episode, Harmonic Sonic, started with Dr. Robotnik and Snively plotting, and they shoot this rocket off into space, and then Sonic is sleeping soundly. You know, I've noticed we do a lot of snoring sound effects on this show. How else would the people get the full picture? So Sonic is sleeping soundly. How is he sleeping? Mm. Excellent Foley. Oh, that is the career I should get into. Sonic jolts out of bed because the boosters from the rocket, you know, the stuff that just falls off because we like to throw things away. Again, well, you, gotta, this... you gotta reduce the weight of the rocket. Again, this television show is about how we need to address what we're doing that affects the climate. But anyway, they fall into the hidden village and everybody runs out the boosters there. Boosters do. Yeah, the boosters. So like a, land. it looks like a big missile, basically. Yeah. And then we find out that Rotor is going to be a more important part of this episode. Because him and Sonic team up. And eventually they get this booster rocket working so that they can fly up to the space station. Mm-hmm. So they get up there. But then there's some aliens up there. Are they aliens or they might have also been robots? They might have, but Like one of them was drooling and a lot of them had tentacles. Yeah, kind of like implied they were like slimy, fleshy. Yeah. If they were robots. Maybe Robotnik's just going a new direction with his designs. Yeah, he's testing them out. And very strange, but there was this like robot slash alien dance club up on the space station. And there was a robot rock band jamming out. There was like a robot that had two saxophones for a mouth, mm-hmm. etc. Is this strange or is this what happens when robots aren't being oppressed? They can live their lives. Some of them like music. Some of them enjoy dancing. Some of them enjoy listening to music at a jazz club. And some of them enjoy making music and performing. But anyway, Sonic and Rotor are not fans of music. They have to shut this down. Sonic walks in with a bucket on his head and, like, I don't know. I think he's standing on some buckets, too. Various pieces of garbage on himself to make himself look like a robot. He also created an electric guitar out of trash. 
That's, oh. That is, like, accurate to how an actual electric guitar sounds. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he managed that. He's Sonic. But he walks in and starts playing the guitar, and then he might have, like, a battle of the band with the robot aliens, and I don't know. I guess he wins. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know why they needed to do that. I don't know what the conflict was. <laughs> I don't really know what the solution to the conflict was. It basically just seemed like Sonic wanted to start something. He just had a fight and then was like, okay, moving on. Yeah, the saxophone robot got mad at him and knocked off his disguise. And then Rotor and Sonic had to, I don't know, kill them all or something. But then they get back to Mobius. Does something else happen before that? Mm. Not that we really have any concrete ideas about what was happening. We just saw some stuff. They've successfully done whatever they were trying to do on the Mm -hmm. space station. I think they knocked a piece off of the satellite dish. Then they steal a spaceship and fly back. And then the space station is going to crash on the planet. So they decide, okay, how are we going to stop this? Or at least limit the damage somehow. So they have this magnet, giant magnet thing that they attract the space oh, station that's with what was happening. into this wasteland area. So the giant space station crash lands in a unpopulated area. So nobody is hurt. Presumably. No I thought that was hurt. an accident. I didn't, I, well, like, it seemed to me like they were like, oh my god, how did this thing get here? Why did this magnet pull us here? We'll have to find out mm-hmm. when we watch it normally. Uh, Then there was some joke about Sonic's hair was messed up and he had to use this super-powered blow dryer and it just messed up his hair even more and then he was not happy about that. And that was that. They all celebrated and then he did his hair. Yeah. What do you think the moral of the story was? I think the moral of the story was... I have an idea. I think the moral of the story should have been... Don't ruin other people's fun. The robots slash aliens were all having a great time in their dance club. The band was playing. Everyone was dancing. They were probably enjoying some refreshments. Then Sonic goes in and ruins everything and then murders them all by crashing the space station into his own planet. (laughs) So Sonic is quite the buzzkill. (laughs) Yeah. You know, That's a really bad party you just went to. You, yeah, you just wanted to go out for a nice, relaxing break from the daily grind. Mm-hmm. And then it ends when the club crashes into a dormant volcano. You and everybody you know explode. <laughs> well, that's certainly a break from the daily grind, am I right, listeners? Put in a sound effect that's... Wah, <laughs> All right, well, we're going to go watch the episode normally now. We're going to go watch the episode normally now. Let's do, do it, it to it. Who is that? Yeah, yeah. Hi, everybody. Uh, you don't know who that's supposed to be? It's Mickey Mouse. Okay, I'm Was stopping. that a good Mickey Mouse impression? Yeah, it was okay. It was pretty good. Uh, okay. <laughs> I disagree, but thanks for the praise.
we have returned. And now, having seen the episode, it all makes sense. Okay, let's see. Dr. Robotnik had this whole plan to spy on Mobius to find out where the Freedom Fighters were. And it worked! Kind of. He set out some spies. What kind of spies, Alberto? Sky spies. Mm Mm-hmm. To, like, survey, and then somehow they picked up electromagnetic activity or electromagnetic radiation. Yeah, something like that. In the great forest where the hidden village is. So, okay. Rocket shoots off. Booster falls off. The Freedom Fighters find it. Oh, and then they see the spy thing. And so they look at it in a telescope and they're like, oh, obviously this is trying to spy on us because look at all those satellites and stuff on it. So then Sonic and Rotor say, like, oh, maybe we can re-energize this rocket thing to get up there to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. So then they have this, oh, this is actually a proposed solution to the climate crisis. Something small, but they are trying to re-energize this rocket thing. And they do it by having this treadmill that Sonic can run on and it somehow harnesses his energy into flying spaceship energy mm-hmm. so they're proposing what kind of energy would that be sonic energy but like sonic from the work you're doing kinetic energy oh kinetic energy let's talk about kinetic energy listeners have you ever been to a live concert and you feel an indescribable feeling of the people's energy sharing this experience with you It's so many things. It's not just the presence. It's not the physicality of people. It's not like the sound or literal feeling them like brush up against you. It's it's not that. It's so many things combined. Now Alberto is going to sleep. Sorry, it was just so interesting. Oh, sorry. I was trying to talk about things that I enjoy. Rock music. Rock and roll. All right, anyway, they tied this normal rope up to the rocket ship, and Bunny and Antoine lifted it up that way, (laughs) and Antoine was like, I'm going to blow the gasket, and Bunny was like, I'm the one that... You do the Bunny voice. I'm not feeling the Bunny voice tonight. I'm the one that's doing all the work over here. I don't know what she said. (laughs) She said, I'm the one that's going to blow a casket. Oh, she said i'm gonna die then they had the rocket ship at the right launch angle and they shot it off what happened next so they're approaching this space station thing and they're like oh my god there's nowhere to land what and then somehow they figure it out problem solved sonic said cruise in for a closer look i think i saw a spot and to do this rotor plugs in two cords and that makes them cruise in for a closer look but then they just crash into a wall and i guess that was sonic's great <laughs> location to land in is a wall and yep, how everything is planned how are they going to get inside if they hadn't crashed into it and <laughs> opened up the satellite mm. first of all they flew up there without knowing where to land how are they going to get inside What were they planning on doing once they got inside? They didn't really plan anything out, but it all worked out in the end. No, they just said we need to go up there because they're spying on us. Yeah. (laughs) That was it. So they did. And 
it it did work out. Yeah. So now they're inside. And it was when they were inside that Rotor was talking one time, and I was thinking about how he said he had a teen voice, which he does, and I was like, kind of sounds like he's talking with some th- little thing in his mouth. Does Rotor have a retainer? Is he talking with a retainer in? He's got teeth. He's a walrus. He does have teeth. He's got those two long teeth. He has teeth. Everybody, did you hear that? You heard it here first. Rotor has teeth. But he has the walrus teeth. That doesn't mean he couldn't have a retainer. But that could be why he sounds like that. Because he's got the walrus teeth. What do you think I'm just saying? Rotor has teeth? (laughs) Yeah. Here's an interesting factoid, listeners. Sonic has teeth. Does he? I think so. Ever seen his teeth? Yeah. Well, they're in there, and they're, uh, there are these robots that look like aliens, aliens and drool. drooling, have tentacles. Robotnik really likes his tentacle robots. He also really likes different varieties of robots. None looks the same as the mm-hmm. other one. Except all the SWAT bots. But I think the reason that many of Robotnik's robots have tentacles is so that Sonic can run around and they wrap themselves up with their own tentacles and are defeated that way. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they were victorious and said, let's go into town and see if we can get some information there. Why is there a town on this sky spy? Well, it's a whole civilization up there. You really think Robotnik is going to let them have a town and have like free time to spend at clubs? Why is there this club on the space station? Maybe he doesn't know. If he knew, he would be livid. Uh, So Sonic said that, and then Rotor says... Oh, yeah, like, we can just walk in there and ask them what we want to know. So then Sonic comes up with this genius plan to go through the garbage. (laughs) Go through the garbage, put a bucket on his head, and have another piece as a nose, and... Oh, yeah, like a a traffic cone. He he put things on his feet that sounded like cymbals, Mm -hmm. and then he somehow made a guitar, a perfectly functioning guitar. They didn't know that there was a band in there, did they? They must have. He must have heard it. I guess. Anyway, Sonic walks in and he's like jamming out on the guitar and he's like, can I have a turn in the in the band? And the saxophone robot's like, well, honestly, most of the things the saxophone robot said, I couldn't understand mm. because it had this weird modulation on its voice that was maybe supposed to make it sound like saxophone, but it didn't really. It just made it incomprehensible. Well, the saxophone robot said, this better be good, otherwise you're out of here, basically. Mm. And Sonic was not good, according to the crowd, because they started throwing drinks at him. Well, that was very confusing to me, because he busts in, he like stands in the doorway of the club, and then it has this amazing guitar solo, and then he gets up on stage, and there's like, he can't... he can't play the guitar like there weren't any electric guitar noises there it was very very quiet i was confused but it sounded fine i mean it was on the same level as his solo it was just very quiet but the crowd did not like it they started throwing their robot drinks at him i don't know if that's oil or what (laughs) they're chugging oil i guess (laughs) then the saxophone robot is like who are you and sonic is like i'm a I don't know what he says, but then the saxophone robot is like, oh, you're one of those brain bots. We hate brain bots here. And Sonic is like, oh, you don't have a brain. Gotcha. Which completely ignores the fact that this robot is trying to call out classism, probably. He hasn't had a chance to go to school. 
And so, of course, you know, somebody gets to do something you don't get to do it. You probably don't like them if you've never been given that opportunity. Sonic just flies past that mm-hmm. and says, well, you're stupid. You're, you're stupid, <laughs> robot. And the robot's like, I'm not stupid. And Sonic's like, okay, answer this dumb question. Where's the main <laughs> control panel if you're so smart? And the robot's like, oh, it's section 105, area 3.2. Sonic's like, oh, I guess you're half smart or something. I think he said, I guess you have half a brain. Most of Sonic's quips in this episode weren't very good. His next quip, after the saxophone robot knocks off his disguise and everyone realizes he's a freedom fighter, they all crowd around him and he's like, you're all ugly. Yeah. Nice one, Sonic. Mm hmm. Really makes young children feel good about their physical appearance and how it's really important what you look like. So then Rotor and Sonic get out of there and they get to the main control whatever that they were looking for. But there's one robot guard. Sonic's following the guard and then Rotor pops out and is like, oh. Hey, what's up? And the guard is like, mad. <laughs> And then basically Sonic, like, what? Sonic grabs its arm and it has clamps on its arm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, he puts I forgot this. the clamp over a bar and presses the button on its wrist that is spring-loaded and locks it tight. What is the purpose of this button? <laughs> it's the same as that robot that had the off switch on its ankle. Mm-hmm. It's I, just too easy. I don't know what you're doing with these designs, Robotnik. So then they get in the place, they mess up the satellite dish on the satellite, two different things. Mm-hmm. They throw some piece down, a, I don't know, somewhere, and then the whole place is uh, electrical. Mm-hmm. And that was their whole plan. Grab that thing, and then Sonic goes, oh, this is really hot, and he drops it. <laughs> and then, like, the whole place is messed up. <laughs> yeah. Um... Then they escape in a spaceship. They walk into a spaceship that's just sitting there. Sitting there. And just turn it on and fly away. Fly off. Very lucky of you, freedom fighters. And then I was thinking they had no concerns about being found then. They just kind of landed right exactly where they live. I don't know how Sally and the rest of the gang just knew that they were in this ship that belongs to the enemy. They had been worried about being surveilled. By this satellite, and then all of a sudden your enemy's spaceship flies up to you, and you think, oh, that must be Sonic and Rotor. (laughs) So they just walk up to it and knock on the door, and they're like, hey, are you guys okay? Luckily for them, it was Sonic and Rotor, and they are okay. So I'm backing up. Okay, at the very beginning of the episode, Snively says our Sky Spy is picking up electromagnetic radiation. So do they have some type of electromagnetic shield around their village so people can't find where they are? I have no idea. Because that would make sense as to then why they weren't super concerned about somebody seeing them land there. Because even if they like saw you go in, they wouldn't be able to find the door. I don't think the writers thought that far. Okay. Okay, so Sonic and Rotor crash land. But then everything's okay. Except... The Sky Spy is looking real shaky in the sky. It's probably going to crash into the planet and blow it up. So then Sally says, oh, Rotor, what about that super magnet you have? And he says, hmm, oh, that'll be perfect. So they bring it to the wasteland, (laughs) to the top of this dormant volcano. 
and they use the magnet and it brings the sky spy satellite into them and rotor says we better get out of here sonic and sonic says okay then they wait 10 more seconds and they're hugging each other and then at the very last millisecond before the satellite crashes into them sonic speeds out of there so he was just doing that for dramatic effect Mm mm-hmm endangering rotor's life and somehow this whole time dr robotnik and snively can watch they're watching this happen there's a camera on this wasteland and robotnik says snively you better eliminate those freedom fighters that's the plan every time we've been trying snively's like (laughs) we've been trying to do this every single week dr robotnik why don't you get up off your butt and go do it yourself you know it would be a real twist if the next episode, one time, Snively calls Dr. Robotnik Robotnik. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. When the rocket booster first crashed in the village and everyone was clamoring about it, I picked out Antoine's voice. Everyone else was saying, oh, what the heck is that? And Antoine was like, And then at the end of the episode... When everyone was cheering because they had defeated Robotnik this week, Antoine was saying, Robotnik is so stinky. (laughs) He said something about how Robotnik smells. (laughs) Maybe it was stinky instead of saying, like, he stinks. Mm. Again, Antoine doesn't know English phrases. That was basically the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. Oh, except the super sonic quill... Styler, uh, I don't really care about that. What were your final thoughts on the episode? This episode was about environmental sustainability, mm-hmm. uh, class oppression, mm-hmm. and friendship. <laughs> the go-to. <laughs> what did you think it was about? Well, I wasn't really a fan of this episode as a whole. Why not? I thought the writing was weird. Sonic, who is always quippy, none of his quips were any good. What about when he said... Never mind. Hmm. (laughs) All I wrote down was juice time. We're cooking now, baby. It seemed like... I don't know. It just seemed disconnected from the other episodes in terms of... Style? Tone? I don't know. Something was off about it. Plus the fact that I couldn't understand what the robots were saying. I couldn't understand what Robotnik was saying. I did have some trouble a couple times, it was too. weird. I haven't had that issue in the other episodes. And then too many coincidences, which there are always coincidences, but I don't know. They just kept piling up on top of each other. And it was just stupid. Like, why is there this club on this space station? Did they just want to be like Star Wars? They were like, let's have this space club yeah that's what it seemed like i don't know i can't pinpoint exactly what it was that bothered me about it but a lot of things i guess i think the alien robots were really weird because there were all these other robots that seemed to be made out of just metal yeah i don't know though i i just wasn't a fan of the episode unfortunately well that's because you have half a brain i have a brain Okay, well, answer me this then. Okay, I will, smart What guy. is your bank account number? That is such an easy question. My bank account number is... Well, you have half a brain at least. Thank you. 
Oh, when we introduced the title at the end of the last episode, didn't I say I was going to talk about how a harmonica almost killed me one time? Here's what you've been waiting for, folks. The <laughs> harmonica is... story. I had to take it away. Okay, so one time when I was 15 years old, I was watching my cousin, who was one years old, and she had this bucket of musical instruments, and we were playing with those, and then she pulls out this harmonica, and she is trying to use it, but doesn't know how, so I'm like, here's what you do, and I take it, and I'm kind of planning to mime blowing in and out to make it make noise but I have the back end so not the part you're supposed to blow into and I blow out and then suck in and guess what comes out of this harmonica a bunch of black mold (laughs) goes directly into my mouth and I start choking on it and then I'm trying not to make sure I don't swallow it so I'm just holding it in my mouth and this is very quick of course it happens over a couple of seconds but my baby cousin is staring at me like what the heck are you doing we are having this fun time now you're acting you're like you're about to mold? die and I leave the room to go spit it out and luckily I spit it all out and rinsed my mouth out but oh, man that was horrible that's the whole story. <laughs> now tell the story about the ladybug that flew into your eyeball and never came out. That's also the whole story. One time when I was four. Wait, we got to save that for next time. <laughs> next time, listener, you're going to hear a great story about how a ladybug flew into <laughs> Ida's brain and took it over <laughs> and has been controlling Ida ever since then. But I don't know. Lately, I maybe this ladybug is taking some vacations or something because my brain is not working. <laughs> Well, uh, on that note, get it? Note, harmonic, sonic. Mm-hmm. That was all planned. Uh, we'll see you next time. Hope you enjoyed this. I know I did. If you didn't, I'm very sorry. But please listen again next week. <laughs> please, yeah. it'll be better. Please continue weeks. to listen to our show, even if you think it's bad. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. See you next time. That's how I'm going to end it from now on. Bye. Rock and roll!